Hello, dear listener, dear viewer. My name is Mombuluki Luruma Mokhobi, uh, your host of this show, Mokhobi Nuggets of Wisdom podcast. I have a very exciting guest. As you know, I call myself a serial entrepreneur. Every now and then, I want to invite entrepreneurs like me to come and share, uh, you know, impactful, valuable, and often, you know, cutting-edge information on on industry matters. So during this COVID era, as you can see, I'm well dressed for it. Um, it's always helpful to to have iron sharpen iron and share some ideas. I have Mr. Fred Maunze, who is an entrepreneur operating here in Botswana. But as always, I leave it to my guest to explain who they are in detail and what they do. Thank you for having me, Mr. Mokobe. Uh, my name is Fred Maunze. Uh, I own a company called RevTech Solutions. RevTech? Yes. Um, so RevTech specializes in uh, coding and marking machinery. So from installations, uh, the maintenance and service of such machinery. Uh, we also specialize in plant, uh, uh, plant uh, machinery. So anything that you use to make food, uh, liquid-based products. Mm. We supply those machines, we maintain those machines, we do the installations. And we also specialize in conveyor solutions. So you, you're familiar with the grind of entrepreneurship you're a grinder, you're a hustler, you're out there, you know, surviving on your wits like we all are. Yes. So yes. how many years have you been a, an entrepreneur? Uh, since 2013. So if we do the math, that should be about seven years now. Okay. Yeah, seven, That's great. Years, yeah. Our topic today is how to build uh, your future as an entrepreneur. So we're going to break it down into 10 nuggets. And then in the end, of course, you'll give us a bonus if there's any. No problem. Um, you know, what's your comment on this common saying, 20% or even 1% or 5% of something is better than 100% of nothing. Well, ideally, um, a lot of uh, founders, uh, you know, uh, founders suffer from what we call founder's block. Uh, when you suffer from this founder's block, you feel that every, when you run a business, you must be in control of everything. You can't uh, bring on uh, your individuals. Um, you must make you know, every decision. Mm. Um, at the end of the day, you might find that uh, you have a great idea, a great concept, but because you don't have the right partners, you know, uh, the right support systems, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't take you anywhere. It's a little bit like writer's block for writers and authors, eh? Exactly. Mm. So 20% of, of something versus 100% of nothing then requires you to know that listen, you need to bring on board the necessary uh, people to work with such mm. that you can actually grow your business and go further. Um, I think there, there is this saying that if you want to go quickly, uh, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Isn't part of it uh, an obsession with control? A lot of entrepreneurs want almost total control of the idea. Yes, uh, that, 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 that actually is you know, the basis of it. Mm. Um, you, want to be, you want to be questioned. You mm. want to ensure that uh, whatever vision you see has no input, no disturbance, and everything goes exactly as you see it. So how much, what would be your advice to a, a novice entrepreneur coming out maybe out of school with a brilliant idea, no funding, um, no support? What do you think is the correct attitude to take for them to be able to find that, that sort of funding? Well, the first thing is uh, you must be open to working with other people. Mm. Um, you cannot go at it alone. Um, that is, you know, a, a very, a very, very... Uh, difficult road if you want to sit down and say I can do things by myself uh, you know without any support without any help mm. that is the first thing that's most important okay 
Let's talk about um, building the right team. As you said, you cannot do it alone. What are the sort of factors that an entrepreneur has to keep in mind in building the right team? Right as opposed to wrong. It's possible to get it wrong. Yes. Mm. Um, so I think this actually leads on from the first point we've been making, um, where you need to find the right people. Mm. So ideally you're looking at you need to find the right partner, you need mm. to find the right mentor, mm. you need to find the, find the right employee. Mm. And I always say you must not be afraid to fire the wrong employee. It's cheaper to fire the wrong employee early than to keep someone on for 10 years and mm. you pay them out and there's no benefit. Um, also, you need to find the right partner, uh, right, uh, sorry, the right customer. Mm-hmm. Um, the customer is part, part and parcel of the, of the family in terms of the business because mm-hmm. you, know, you don't want stressful customers, you don't want uh, customers who say bad things about you while they're seeking your service. There's quite a lot of factors there. Mm. Yes. There's a tendency, isn't there, among founders and entrepreneurs to, to, to say that they're feeling compassionate towards a, a, maybe a mediocre employee. How do you deal with that? Honestly, it's all about output sometimes. Mm. Um, you really need to have systems in place that allow you to measure um, certain outputs from your employees. If there is no performance, there is no point in mm. remunerating this individual or keeping them on your payroll. Okay. Now, know your strengths. I think in dealing with this one, tell us a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey okay. and also about your company and how you've come to know your strengths. Okay. So. With this one, there's always two sides. So the strengths and the weaknesses as well. Mm. Um, so for me, my strengths are you know, getting things done. I'm an, operation, I'm an operations individual. Uh, I'm also a planner. So when I sit down with my business partners, um, anything that is, when we you know, explore an, uh, an avenue, I'm the person who gets on the ground, you know, gets, get, does all the research, you know, gets all the knowledge, all the information. And generally, when it comes to implementation, I'm the individual who also uh, gets to the point of implementation. Mm. Um, the other side is, uh, it's not just important to know your strengths, you also need to know where you're weak as well. Mm. Uh, for me, uh, at the beginning, it used to be two things specifically. So my finances, in terms of handling money, and uh, delegation. Mm-hmm. I like to do everything. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn how to let go and give instructions to other people so that they could do the work. And it wasn't easy, eh? No, it wasn't. I'm okay. still struggling with it. And uh, did it require an external factor or in a specific event for you to now, you know, say enough, now I'm going to do it, or it just happened and evolved naturally? Um, it, it's, it, it's, it's taken a series of events. Um, mm. it's common, it, what's common with me is I take on so much and eventually I start to drown in work. Okay. And then my partners would say, my friend, listen, this is what you're doing, this is where you're going wrong. Mm. And you really need to uh, do better by uh, delegating the work. You've got the employees, uh, you know, do the best thing for yourself. Okay, the, the next point we want to talk about is learning how to analyze the risk. Yes. In talking about this, I want you to be shameless and, you know, uh, plug your company. Tell us what the company is doing, how successful it is, and uh, how you tackle the issue of risk. Okay, so I think with me, um, it starts off by saying, look, any decision that you make on a daily basis mm-hmm. is a risk. Mm. Whether it's something that you eat in the morning, uh, how you brush your teeth, you know, the whole nine yards, there's always a, a risk factor. Really? Yes. Yeah, as um, minimal as yeah, it might be. Yeah, exactly. Some stuff, is, is, it's natural now that you avoid uh, mm. risk in the way you say brush your teeth, but there is risk in some of these, mm. uh, some of the things that we do. Mm. Um, so, but the main thing as an entrepreneur is there's risk in investment. Mm. Um, 
I think at the time when we started this uh, this business for the uh, the coding side of things, mm. the business was probably valued about hundred thousand. Explain to the viewer what is the coding side of things. They may not know what you're okay. talking about. So ideally, when you buy a bottle of water, mm -hmm. uh, your milk, um, or anything along those lines, mm. normally you tend to look for the best before date, the manufacturing date, and the batch number on the product. Mm -hmm. um, so our machines, our specialized machines, actually print that information mm. on products while uh, during production processes. Mm -hmm. Yes. So that is what we call coding. Mm -hmm. So it's not uh, the, you know, the usual computers that okay. uh, people assume that uh, it's applications and things uh, like we're that. We're thinking of Elon Musk type of coding. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So when our business first started, um, I think the valuation was probably sitting at about 100,000 pula. Mm. So, you know, give or take a few, mm -hmm. uh, a few tebes here and there. Mm. Um, the risk factor for me was to, and at that point I had 100% of the business. Mm -hmm. And today I own only 20% of this business, mm -hmm. but it's cracking close to a million pula in value. Close to? A million pula yeah, in yeah. business value. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what was then, I think mm. about four or five years ago, mm. um, and I owned 100% of 100,000 as, as the first yeah, one yeah, mentioned, yeah. I own, yeah. uh, you know, 20% of a million pula today. It's a lot more, um, yeah. So I took time to assess and analyze and realize, you know, with all the points, you know, mm. find the right partner, find the right mentor, find the right team, mm. and then say, uh, is this a risk worth taking? Mm. Can I lose control of my business? Yeah and bring on uh, more funding and you know, things that will give you more drive. Mm -hmm. So that's how I look at um, the risk analysis uh, okay. factor, yes. And where do we normally get it wrong in terms of analyzing risk wrong? I mean, where, where would typically a, a novice or a, a, say a rookie entrepreneur make a mistake? Uh, a rookie entrepreneur would probably, when you oversell mm. um, something to yourself, Mm -hmm. um, probably is your 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 first your first area. Mm -hmm. So if you fail to do certain uh, amount of research in a market, um, or you try and enter something because you know your next door neighbor is doing it and he's making money mm -hmm. or she's making money, but what you've not uh, you know gotten to really understand is what have they done, you know, to get to the level they're at, mm -hmm. you know, little things like that. Have mm -hmm. they borrowed money? Have they have they have they starved themselves for the last ten years? Mm. The things that we, we don't you know we, we don't really into yeah, take into account. Mm. We just think okay, it's a good business idea, um, and with minimal uh, bits of information, we shoot in. Let's talk about yeah. master your finances, which is our next point. Master your finances. Does that require bringing in accountants or bringing in uh, you know financial experts, or, or how do you mean? How does an entrepreneur master his finances? So at the beginning, obviously, an entrepreneur might not afford um, some of the you know, financial advisors and uh, full-time accountants. Mm. Um, you need to look at how you run your bank accounts. Mm. So as I mentioned earlier, one of my weaknesses was financial management. Mm. Um, first company I set up ever, I used to run my business bank account like my personal bank account. <laughs> the two were, yes. were, were mixed. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So if I felt like having Nando's for, for lunch, mm. I would go swipe. It's nothing to do with the company. I'd yeah. go and eat. You know, if yeah. I felt like doing groceries for the house, I would just use the mm. company account. Mm. Um, so the first port, uh, the first matter was, you know, learning learning to manage these finances. Mm -hmm. So you need to separate yourself from your business. Mm -hmm. So even if your account has no pullers in it whatsoever, your personal account, and your company account is sitting on a million puller, it is not your money. Okay, do you then have to declare a dividend or perhaps give yourself an early salary? Exactly, that is the only way, or drawings as they say. Yeah, yeah. Yes, um, that is uh, one of the ways you start to master your finances. Mm. Um, the next side of it as well is 
you need to split um, the way you do accounting within your business. Mm. Um, in a sense that um, your, you've got your primary business account where obviously all your money arrives. Mm -hmm. You've got your, your margins. So if your business margin is say 30%, you need to have a certain section of that 30% saved, put, a, put away into a separate account that you cannot immediately access, whether mm -hmm. it's a seven day call account or 30 day call account, mm -hmm. such that this is for you know, dividend declaration in the event of, uh, of, of a rainy day, you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. Such that you only manage your business with say 75% of the money that's actually come in. So are you constantly taking out and then saving, putting aside yes. a certain portion? Exactly. Mm. Yes. But Joanna do not do that at all. What do you say to a Madonna entrepreneur to encourage them to have that discipline to do that? Um, normally I say this to my mentees now that it's, 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 you have to start somewhere. Mm. Um, no one can ever tell, hold a gun to your head and say you better do this. Mm. You start somewhere, start small. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there are 50 pull a day, 100 pull a day, 1,000 pull a day, you know, and you gradually get into it. Mm -hmm. um, I think, as you mentioned, you've got, uh, you know, your, your system of, uh, of, of, of taking a walk, uh, you know, yeah. while you're on the phone. So yeah. you, you started somewhere, yes. you know, and then it's become ingrained in you as well. Yeah. So yeah. It's, the only thing is you're just You're talking take about the, the idea of... Uh, Explain to them what you're talking about. Oh yeah, um, well, you want to increase your step count, you mm -hmm. know, as you as you exercise to ensure that uh, you know with our phones they give us the you know these number of steps you've taken in a day. Yes. So Mr. Mohobe, I've noticed that he when he's on the phone he he walks around, <laughs> um, you know, just to make sure that his step count is is, is kept up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's similar to that. All right, let's let's get to the next point, which is um, when you say jot it down, jot what down and why. Okay, so with Jot It Down, as you can see, I've got my two journals that I go around with everywhere. Sure, yes, I don't okay. think it's visible. Uh, I've got my two journals. Um, the third one's actually in the car. Mm. So the main idea of these... Uh, two journals, eh? Yes. Actually, you have three. One in the car. Yes, the other one's in the car. They're all current. Yes, they're all okay. current, yes. Explain to us how this one works and how this one works. What what they're all about. Let's okay. start with this one. So this one here has, as you can see, it's actually looking very used. I think it's less than, uh, less than three months old. Mm. Um, everything I do on a day-to-day -day basis. So mm. on, a, on, a Monday, on a Monday morning or Sunday, I set up uh, two, two pages where mm. I put in all my things I have to do for this week. Mm. So I've got whether it's a quotation, a site visit, or whatever it is, it's all sitting and listed in, 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 in this particular book. Mm. And then as I get more tasks, I include them there as I complete them, I take them off. Mm -hmm. uh, so this helps me with my time management. It also excites you every time you take something off. Exactly. Keeps yeah. you, keep the fuel going. Exactly. Okay. Let's talk about this one. Right. And then this one here, uh, when I'm noting key, key, key matters. Mm. Um, so like the talking points uh, that I'd, I'd probably deliver at, at an event mm. or when I have to ex expand issues on the business. I normally tend and to... When you're prepared for this interview. Yes. Mm. The, the, the notes are sitting in there as well. Yes. 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 Okay. Yeah. Why do you keep them separate? Um, this one, if you look at it, it will look very confusing. It's got lots of drawings, lines, you know, cancellations. It's not yeah. as neat. Okay. Um, this one is, uh, you know, a bit more systematic. Uh, mm. It's much, much neater. And only a lot of vital information that uh, I need to also refer to later okay. uh, goes inside here. And the one in the car? Um, the one in the car is strictly on for business. Mm -hmm. So, for example, we have a consortium that is uh, in current information. 
Mm -hmm. um, so we've gathered uh, 10 young, young, uh, young uh, entrepreneurs and young professionals uh, in Botswana mm -hmm. um, with an idea of basically venturing into property. I can share this information. You can share, because, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, the idea being we run as, of, as if we are a cooperative of sorts. Mm -hmm. um, we have an annual membership and then you've also got a monthly contribution. Now, after, uh, say, a year or two years, we have quite a bit of cash reserves. Mm -hmm. We also have 10 portfolios. Um, of you know people in business and you know mm. with uh, good jobs. It's an investment group. Exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, we're able to go. Not to a motel. No. No. Okay. No, but yeah. similar. Yes, yeah, <laughs> something similar. But we don't. December doesn't come, and you know we start again. And we, then you disband because the treasurer is nowhere to be found. Exactly. <laughs> so we're running that. So information from those meetings and uh, key information there sits. Mm. Uh, in that uh, in that particular journal and okay. for other businesses and stuff like that. Is this something you would encourage a viewer to consider doing? And how did you go about setting up that uh, that investment group? Um, we've actually one of your former interviews interviews mm. here, uh, mm. Precious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Partners, yes. Yes. So she'll be coming on board uh, as our representative yeah. for legal. Um, and what we've just done is we've set up a company. I trained her. She's my mentee. She worked with me for nine years. Okay, okay, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. great, yeah. Yeah, so I'm very proud of what she's doing. Okay, so how it works basically is um, you, you gather individuals, you know, either like-minded individuals. What mm -hmm. we've done is we've said each person is in a different profession. Mm -hmm. So that it also opens up our minds to alternative investments. It's like a mastermind group yes, but exactly. with a twist, yeah. Exactly. Mm. Um, with the idea, we've then set up a company. Mm -hmm. um, so with this company, each person owns a portion of this company. Mm -hmm. um, how we kicked it off is for the first two years, you are locked into the business. Mm -hmm. So you have to contribute continuously for the first two years. Mm -hmm. About a thousand, two thousand. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Mm. But thereafter, if you'd like to leave, we then value this particular business and then we pay you out. Mm -hmm. um, ideally, we'd want someone to replace you. So it mm. makes it easy and keeps the balance. Mm -hmm. uh, but I would really encourage people to... Um, to venture down these uh, these routes. Yeah, um, we have a similar one. We call it Zella Alliance. Okay. And um, every two years or so, we we sort of go out. And last last place we went was went to Zimbali uh -huh. to celebrate. All right. All but right, we've right. invested in property. We've invested in companies. Yes. Yeah. And it's a brilliant idea. So, congratulations. Keep it up. Thank you. All right. Let's go to uh, eat it and train it. First, explain the it. Okay, so the it is uh, basically your mind and body, mm -hmm. right? Um, this is what you have to consistently take care of. Mm. Without it, you can't work. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you can't do anything. Without the mind. Yeah, without the mind, without the body. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so what, what training is there and what, what do you mean eat it? You don't eat your mind. <laughs> <laughs> so when we say from an eating perspective, we're really focusing mostly on the body, mm. um, you know, Get the right get the right meals in. In some cases, I know, like my mother, she likes uh, ensuring that omega three is one of the uh, you know one of the tablets that will always uh, you always uh, take yeah, supplement. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's she's just one omega omega three tablet a day. Yes. That sort of thing. Exactly. Um, so you is it because you feel you're not getting enough nutrients from your regular diet? Uh, it's just to supplement. You know, we're in a in a in an era where we we we're exposed to a lot of processed food. Mm. which is really like paper or plastic, mm. which is not good for the body. Mm. Um, so just to ensure that some of the and stuff... And like, stuff as well, which exactly. is poison. Yeah, and the sugars and all and that. I avoid that like yeah. a plague. 
So all these things are, it's necessary just to get the, you know, the necessary uh, nutrients, additional nutrients into your body. Mm -hmm. um, so along with eating right, so you know, your vegetables, uh, you know, the good food. Are you saying you cannot like be a successful entrepreneur if you don't eat right and if you don't train? My question would be, what's, what's the, what becomes the use when uh, you've spent the last 10 years of your, of your life working mm -hmm. and you end up in a hospital bed mm -hmm. and you spend all your money on? medical bills. Okay. Yet you could have been living a very healthy, a much healthier life mm. uh, with a bit of exercise here and there. It doesn't have to be in a daily routine, just once every two, three days, just I, to get the body back. I have I've heard Mr. Muni, who is one of my mentors, say he doesn't do something unless it's necessary. And he figured that alcohol and smoking is not necessary. Do you have to, to take the same view? Uh, for me, smoking has been a no-no for years. Yeah. Um, alcohol, uh, I'm st I'm st I'm three decades later, I'm still, I'm still young. Mm. So uh, once in a while, uh, we do partake in uh, you know, an alcohol beverage here and there. Yeah, but yeah. what would your advice uh, would be entrepreneur? You tell them to be careful with alcohol or to avoid it. Um, it's, 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 you know, it's, it goes on character now. Mm. Uh, it's difficult for me to say to someone, don't drink. Mm. Um, I would say um, be minimal about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, you know, your Monday to Friday, mm. something that you completely avoid. Unless you find that you have proclivities or you have uh, tendencies to misbehave when you drink, so then maybe you need to avoid it. Yes, completely, completely. Yes, yeah. yeah, true. I true, personally, yeah. at my age, uh, the last, I don't know whether it's 10 or 15 years, I've avoided it completely. Okay, okay. So it's not I, necessary. I hope to be uh, in that league at some point. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. okay. All right. Um, you describe, and this is point number eight, mm -hmm. entrepreneurship as a journey. That seems like a cliche, isn't it? Yes, Everything it is. is a journey. Yes, isn't it? it's true. Yeah, life itself is a journey. Yeah. So why do you say entrepreneurship is a journey? Um, so it's a journey. It's it's different from leaving Habarone and saying we're going to Cape Town. Mm. You know, we know it's a thousand four hundred kilometers. We leave at eight p.m. We're there by lunchtime tomorrow. Mm. Um, the idea of entrepreneurship being a journey is that um, you really don't know where. This is going to end. But mm. The key thing is you need to start mm. to go somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, it then, uh, you know, then you look at things like um, the idea of, you know, you need to be patient. Mm. Um, you need to focus on building a legacy. Mm -hmm. And then this normally brings me to touch on something that, uh, you know, sometimes is a bit sensitive with some people, uh, where we compare, you know, a European mindset versus an African mindset, where we say, um, uh, the term old money mm. is normally associated with uh, an individual of, 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 of European uh, descent. Mm. Because someone sat in a house, uh, you know, maybe similar to this or smaller somewhere mm. in the 1800s mm. and said, I'm going to start building something today mm. for my children and for my children's children and, you know, on and on like that. Mm. Um, but from, it's from the African perspective, you know, mm. my brothers and sisters, we've, we've seen that a lot of times where people build the business for here and now. Mm. I want to enjoy um, when the father, uh, the father figure dies or the mother figure dies, people tend to remain with things like debt, for example. Mm. Um, yet, some is it not because the money economy is new to us? That 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 is a factor. Mm. Uh, but I think we lived we live in a, in a because well, we feel we're disadvantaged from before. Mm. We want to look like we've arrived today. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yet we don't think, uh, what am I going to leave my children with? What's well, how are we going to build for them? Mm -hmm. So the whole um, focus of entrepreneurship being a journey is that it's not just one facet to say you're looking at your business mm. uh, alone. 
it's about the legacy you leave, you know, what mm. you do while you're an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think you had an um, individual here, you spoke about emotional intelligence. Yes, on I, the show yeah, we, 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 we had two or three shows on that, yes. including with Mr. Mohamed Zifranz. Yes. yes, and one of them that stood out there was when someone makes money, it changes them. Mm. You know, they start to walk different, they talk different, <laughs> yeah. you know, and all these things. So yes. it's all part of this journey, mm. you know, that it's, it's, there's so much information, so many things that you're going to pick up. Mm. Um, and that will actually take us, I think, into the ninth point. Yes. yes, and the ninth point, since you've already laid it out, is that learning never stops. Are we in school forever? We're in school forever. Mm. Um, whether it's, uh, you know, in, like we mentioned, entrepreneurship, um, we're changing the mindset to say, you need to start stop thinking about yourself. Mm. You need to think about others. Mm. Um, we, like I know that my EQ at some point was not at its best. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's taken time over the years. What did you do to raise it? Um, one, it was people actually highlighting, um, mm-hmm. you know, where my where I make errors, and then mm. also explain to the viewer what you mean by EQ. So, uh, someone emotional, emotional intelligence. Yeah. Yes. Emotional yeah. quotient. Yes. Quotient. Yeah. So you have intelligence quotient, IQ, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, so the idea is that people would point out, so I'd, I'd actually have people actively mm. point out to say, you know, you might be, not, you're going wrong here. Mm. You could have approached this differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I also took time to read a couple of books mm-hmm. um, on, uh, on EQ just to uh, mm-hmm. basically, uh, just also help me self to interest self-introspect if i can put it that way mm. uh, or introspect not just self-introspect introspect actually yeah um so that i could uh, better understand where i'm going wrong but can you really learn entrepreneurship is it something you can read in a book probably reading in a book maybe not mm. um, you can be taught the necessary skills mm-hmm. to be an entrepreneur um, you know the common skills like uh, understanding your finance understanding the market Mm. Uh, marketing, understanding your product, mm-hmm. understanding your customer. So a lot mm-hmm. of people can be taught mm-hmm. uh, a lot of these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the, you know, the real tough part of you being an entrepreneur mm. is the things where you're really grinding out. Is now some, some, it's now more character, mm-hmm. it's things that are built in your character. Okay. Yeah. I think it's, uh, I can't remember whether it's um, John Maxwell who was asked the question. Um, are entrepreneurs born? Why they made? And uh, he jokingly responds, I haven't seen one who has not been born yet. <laughs> but you know the, the question. Yes. So what do you think? Are they born or are they made? Honestly, um, these entrepreneurs are made. Mm. That's, how, that's how I see it. Mm. Um, you see an opportunity. You have the character and resolve to venture this opportunity. You learn the necessary skills along the way mm. and you make it. Mm. Yeah. So you can never be an entrepreneur and rely on talent alone or rely on, on birth alone, or the, you know, born in the right family, that kind of stuff. Uh, fortunately, there are some people who are born into it, mm. uh, but still that person who's born into it is not born knowing how to, uh, you know, how to, how to count money, mm. how to grow a business. I suppose that's why the, the Rockefellers and the Kennedys and all those big families, maybe not so much the Kennedys, would insist that the, their children go to Harvard and they get a, you know, an MBA and things like that exactly. to get to a certain exactly. level. Yes. So, so, so it shows that whether you found the money or not, you still have to keep it. Exactly. So you, you're right. I agree exactly. with you that entrepreneurs are made. Yes. Um, now this one, we start on a point of saying 
some people, and I can think of 10 guys just thinking about this, they are forever starting up. So you say, don't be a startup guy. Explain that. What's wrong with these people who are forever starting something? Uh, sometimes they keep chopping and changing. How do we deal with that mentality and how do we uh, address it? And secondly, why do you say it? Why do you say it as a point you want to share with, with the viewer, with the listener? Don't be a forever startup guy. Um, so when you consistently, let's say an individual, every two, three months uh, when you meet them, they have a new idea, mm -hmm. a new concept. Um, you start to feel that, one, this person has no credibility in terms mm. of, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the ideas that they propose. Mm. Secondly, this person has no, if I can say, I don't know if I can say longevity, mm. uh, or they're not able to sustain uh, a project Even long integrity, enough. Yeah. It's in integrity, yeah. To see it through. Mm. Uh, at the slightest chance of, uh, of a new opportunity, they'll jump ship, you know. Mm. So if mm. you invest your money in an individual like that, and something goes wrong just once, they could, uh, you know, they could uh, abandon, you know, abandon the entire, the entire project. Um, so there's two sides to this where I would say in a business, you obviously, when you start something, um, start it with a long-term view, mm. right? Explore when things go wrong at the, at the first side of, or of trouble or when things go wrong. Don't stop because or suddenly, no, maybe I lost a bit of money or whatever it is. Mm. Um, try and sit down and actually understand, you know, when you go back to analyzing risk, see yeah. where you went wrong. Um, see how you can better your business and how you can do things better as well. Mm. And then come, go back to the drawing board and then start again. You're talking about grit and persistence. Exactly. Mm. And then the other side also says with grit and persistence, um, again, risk analysis, it mm. doesn't mean uh, persist with something for the next 10 years. If no. it's not working, it's not working. Yeah. Also see that there is an end to something as yeah. well. Yes. Be able to see that. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much. You've shared with us 10 nuggets of wisdom on this uh, the idea of entrepreneurship in the Botswana context. Can you now give us one idea, one takeaway? What did you say you want the viewer to remember you, you by? If there was one powerful point you would wish to share. Um, I think the last point is basically your net worth, your network will equal your net worth. Mm -hmm. Yes. Explain. So who you know uh, and who you associate with mm. uh, could uh, result in you actually making uh, very decent amount of money or decent living. What are you asking the viewer to do? What are the action steps? Um, the action steps for me, I would say it's, it's very, very basic. Mm. Uh, put yourself out there, mm. you know, take opportunity to go to networking events, try and meet the right people, um, assess the people that you hang out on a daily basis. Mm. Um, do you aspire to be like them? Um, do they inspire you or, and, 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 and challenge you, you know, to become a better person? And if they don't give that to you, then, you know, your circle has to change. Mm. Yeah. All right. Um, how, does, uh, how does the viewer get hold of you? And also, please don't forget to encourage the viewer to subscribe to Mohobe Nuggets of Wisdom at the end of this. Okay. Yeah. Um, if you would like to get hold of me, uh, I am on Facebook uh, with the name Fred Maunze. I am also on Twitter. I am also on Instagram. And then I think when the, the video is uploaded, yeah. I'll punch in my, uh, my email address there and contact information as well in case anybody wants to, yes. uh, wants to get in touch with me. Yeah, feel free to yeah. share it. Okay, uh, so my email address is uh, fredmaunz at gmail.com and then my contact number is 729449319.
Mm-hmm. Right. And please don't forget to subscribe to the uh, Nuggets of Wisdom on Facebook. Mkhobe Nuggets of Wisdom to be specific. On YouTube and Facebook. Thank you very much. You've been a wonderful, All wonderful right. guest. Thank you. All right. All right. Okay.